Today on the John Ackerberg Show, we will take you to India, where 1.4 billion people speak over 700 different languages. Jesus commanded Christians to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. But how can we do that when so many people speak so many different languages? Further, there are over 40 million widows in India today. And you will learn how some of these older women in India are using audio Bibles to reach many of their friends who have never heard about Jesus. Then we're going to take you to the 21,000 mountains in Peru, some that reach up to 22,000 feet high. But in these mountains, older women are taking audio Bibles with them and have figured out a unique way of letting people hear about Jesus. And then finally, we're going to take you to Southeast Asia, to the nation of Cambodia, where one lady, using audio Bibles, reached close to the total population of an island of 100,000 people who had never heard about Jesus. My guest today is Morgan Jackson, director of Faith Comes by Hearing. Join us for this special edition of The John Ankerberg Show. Welcome to our program. I'm John Ankerberg, and my guest today is Morgan Jackson, Director of Faith Comes by Hearing. We're going to take you to India, we're going to take you to Peru, and we're going to take you to Cambodia. Why? We have three stories about women in these countries that did some marvelous things that we want you to know about. It also shows the power of the Word of God when people that have never heard the Bible in their life, never had a Bible in their language, hear the Word of God for the first time. Now, many of you, maybe you don't know this, but there are 7,140 languages in the world. When we started doing these programs, 4,000 languages had no Bible at all in their language, and they didn't know anything about Christ. It was like 2.8 billion people hadn't even heard about Jesus. Now it's about 1.5 billion people still need an audio Bible, something they can listen to in their own language because we have about 2,000 plus languages that haven't even got an audio Bible for them to listen to the Bible. They're illiterate. They can't read their own language, so they need an audio Bible. And that's what this man, his work is all about at Faith Comes By Hearing. He does audio translations that are in the language of the people, and when they get it, they hear the Word of God for the first time. And I think these stories are just fabulous. It's also a testimony to a lot of you women that are listening to these stories. I want you to think about yourself in relationship to your own friends as you hear what these women did that didn't even know the Lord to start with, all right? So Morgan, take us to India, and you have what a story that's called the Bible Woman mm -hmm. in India. Well, John, when we first started working in India, I mean, today you're talking about 1.4 billion people. It's one of the most unreached nations in the world, and illiteracy is rampant. And so many of the churches that we were working with, 90%, 95% of the people in the rural areas were illiterate, and the pastors had a sixth grade education. Some of them were illiterate. So what we created was what we call a proclaimer. It's made out of the same material. You make a football helmet out of it, so it just lasts. 
You'll come back 12 years later and it's still running. The batteries recharge 3,000 times. Uh, the solar panel is what generally recharges it. If you don't see the sun though, you can crank it for 10 minutes and it'll charge for 40 minutes of play. There is a power cord if you have electricity available. Some villages will have it for one day a week. This one is loud enough that a thousand people can hear it easily. But what we learned very quickly was it was a massive tool for evangelism. And so part of this happened through women. We just started the program for a couple of years. We had so little money that no church got more than one. It was a couple hundred thousand churches and the pastors were playing them for the whole village. So they would wake up the village at five in the morning when people were having their team with the Word of God. And I was like, what? Don't they get angry? Pastor said, no, no. In fact, if I don't do it, they'll come to me. Pastor, how come this morning I was having my teeth? There was no Word of God. How come? So people were coming to faith in Christ while they were listening. Well, what happened is in this one village, the pastor was playing it for a community. A woman, her mother and sister all came to faith in Christ through hearing the Word of God. So she came to the pastor and said, I want, I want this audio Bible because I want to evangelize people. I want more people to hear. Well, the pastor was playing it every morning, every night in the church on Sunday. He had five evangelistic listening groups. The church had grown by about five times. It was his most important tool. No way was he giving it away. So he told her, no, 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 you can't have mine. But the Faith Comes by Hearing team is over there. You go get it from them. So she went. And she asked, well, she's not a pastor, she's a woman, so they told her no. But she figured out the program, 30 minutes of listening, followed by a time of discussion. She said, well, if I start a listening group, can I have one? No. If I have three listening groups, can I have one? No. If I have five listening groups, can I have one? No. But she just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. I don't know if you've ever told a woman sent by God, no. But it's not a good idea. So my team just got wore out. And so finally they just kind of went to her, okay, here. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so when I got there, there was 35 what they called Bible women. Uh, she hadn't, she hadn't she had quite been very she quiet. Told, just go and bug them and the fact is they'll yeah, give, yeah, one, give you one. Just keep talking to them. I was just intrigued. I said, I, I want to go with one of these women. So we're walking through the slums. I'm asking her about what she's doing. And she's telling me she has 34 groups. So I'm looking at her and going, I don't believe it. And so she kind of, as we talk, she tries to sell me on why I should believe her. Well, then she explained that she had 11 disciples and each one of the women were taking one of the proclaimers. And what they did is they went through the slums or a village during the day and they would go hut to hut to hut to hut until they found what they called the woman of peace. So this was a woman when they heard scripture said, I want to know more. And so they would carry this stick with a mat wrapped around it and a piece of cloth. And so when they came in, they would just lay this straw mat down. They put a stick up and then they take the cloth and they would tie it between some huts. And so there'd be an open area, create some shade. Then they take the audio Bible out and people would gather. So I see the woman of peace, the Bible woman is with me, and we, we listen for 45 minutes. And when we're done, I just ask the question, why are you listening? And the women looked at me <laughs> like I was an idiot. And so the first one just said, I was going blind. She explained that she had become psychotic because of the pain in her eyes, wouldn't let her sleep at night. She said, to, they told me if I didn't have an operation, I'd be blind in a year, but it was a year's wages. There was no way I could find those monies. And so she said, I was going blind. 
The, she pointed to the woman of peace. She invited me to come to listen. And the day I came to listen, and when I heard the words of Jesus, the pain in my eyes went away. Now, when I left, left the listening group, the pain returned. So every time there was a listening time, she was there. And she said, every time I would listen, the pain would go away. So she's listening, and Jesus walks by the blind man. The blind man begins to cry, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, she in her heart started crying out the same. But she told me, the people told me to be quiet. But then the blind man cried louder, Jesus, son of David. And so she cried out louder in her heart. And she said, then Jesus called me. And when he called me, he said, what do you want? And I said, I want to be healed. And he said, do you believe I can do this? And I said, yes, Lord. Then he said to me, according to your faith, be healed. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and she said, in that moment, she had a blinding pain in her eyes. She began to cry out to the Lord Jesus, why? Every time I come, there's no pain, and now there's pain. Now she's looking at me clear-eyed, and I said, what happened? She said, in that moment, I didn't realize it, but I was healed. And she said, I've been healed. And so I looked at her, and I said, okay, so you've accepted Jesus, yes. But have you gotten rid of all your other gods? Yes, she said. Now, when you're baptized, this is a big deal, because that's when the Hindu thread is cut. She says, my new name is Martha, and my husband's new name is John. And they were both baptized. Both baptized. And so I sat there, and well, 13 different women stood up, showed me bodies that had been healed, told me how God had miraculously provided for them, and how they came to faith. There was another woman that was in the group, and quickly talk about the woman oh, yeah. that, with her husband, their job was loading logs right. onto a train, and what happened? So she was in that community, but never came to the listening group. Her and her husband had no children. She said she was very proud because she needed nobody. But now she was standing when everybody else was sitting. And I tried to leave, and they said, no, 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 she's come. She took a day off of work, which means she doesn't get paid. So she explained, I loaded logs off of ox carts onto the trains. And one day, all those logs fell on me on the train, and they crushed me. I screamed, yelled. Hours went by. Somebody found me. They pulled me from it, went to a clinic. Now, in India, if you have a bone sticking out of your leg and you don't have any money, you go home with the bone sticking out. So she's poor. Her hips and her body's crushed. And the, they just told her in the clinic, told the husband, take her home. She'll probably die. Yeah, make her comfortable. If she doesn't die, she'll crawl on the earth the rest of her life. She will never walk again. So she's laying on a mat, and she says, I know that my husband will have to leave me because he cannot make enough money without me working to provide for both. So she's contemplating suicide. But the women in the group know her. So they go over, pick her up on a mat, bring her over, and they lay her in front of the Word of God. And she begins to hear the Word of God in Telugu. And she says, I began to believe, and this is what they say, I began to believe that Jesus was real God, not a God, real God. And as she began to believe, one day she hears the story where they bring to Jesus the paralytic, and she enters the story. And so she tells me that she was let down. So as they tear the roofing tile off, she joins in the story. She's now before Jesus, and she's calling out in her heart for Jesus to forgive her for her pride, for her sin. And in that moment, she doesn't know what's going to happen. She's never heard this before. Jesus says to her, your sins are forgiven get up and walk. And in that moment, she jumped up, rolled up her mat, and walked. So where everybody else was sitting, she was standing. She was standing right next to you to show you. Because she wanted me to see that Jesus 
had healed her. And so what I found is this one woman, the one Bible woman with one audio Bible, had 34 listening groups, over a thousand people listening to Scripture. And what I was discovering is people had not rejected Jesus. People were saying they'd never heard Him. And so when they hear, it's like a light dawning in absolute darkness. The people are open and seeking to come to faith to Christ. All right. I want to switch countries, and I want to jump all the way to South America, and I want to go to Peru. So we're in the Amazon jungles, we're in the Andes Mountains, and up there in the Andes Mountains, I believe it was, is that you met a little grandma that was like your mother, almost 80 years old, and talk about when she heard the Word of God. My mom's 88 now, and this gal was in her 80s, I think 80, and she was dying. And so we've begun to record the Bible in all the Quechua languages. As you remember, my friend Romolo Sanye died uh, as a martyr. Yeah, all of you that remember the Aka Indians, and if you've been up where you've seen all of their buildings at the top of the mountains, and spread all across Peru. Yeah, the largest Indian tribe. And so we had begun to record the scriptures, and they were taking the audio Bibles village by village, church by church, into what they call the blank villages where there's no church. And so this older woman had never heard the gospel, didn't know about Jesus, and she was dying. Well, her daughter came to faith in Christ in the church and asked the pastor for his help. The mother's illiterate. She's in a coma. He brings a proclaimer and just sets it beside her. And for the first time, she's hearing the Quechua Bible. And in her coma, the Word of God came to her, and she woke up saved, believing in Jesus Christ, wanting to be baptized. And so she came to faith, she got up, she was healed, and she began to come to every listening session. Now, when the pastor wasn't using it, she was pleading to have it. But what happened is, when she would get it, she was so frustrated by the fact that she had never known Jesus and the joy and peace that she now had that she started walking these on these trails at 16,000 feet, 15,000 feet, village by village, going to these villages, bringing the Word of God, gathering people to hear it and coming home. Well, the kid, she's 80. She's like four foot six, all kind of bent over and they're like, Mom, you can't do this. You're going to die one day on the trail and we won't know where to find you. You shouldn't be doing this. It's dangerous. And she just refused to stop. She said, listen, this is the joy of my life. When I die, I know I'm going to go to be with Jesus and the Lord. He's prepared a place for me. I'm happy. And if I die on the trail, you'll have no problem finding my body because I always turn the proclaimer up as loud as it can go and I listen (laughs) as I go along. So just walk the trail until you hear the proclaimer, my body and that's where right my body it. will be. <laughs> All right. All right, one more story I want you to go to. So let's jump from Peru all the way to Cambodia. And in Cambodia, there was an island that had 100,000 people on it, and uh, none of them were Christians, all right? And so the fact is you brought audio Bibles via your team into this island, and there was a little mother again, a very small little lady, and she had two children. And she started listening to the gospel, tell what happened. She was the only person that was open to the gospel. An evangelist, national evangelist uh, mission that we work with brought the gospel. She accepted Christ, but she was illiterate. So they brought her a proclaimer. And she got the proclaimer and she started listening. And she soon formed 20 groups. Now, 
her oldest daughter died. There was a fever that went through the community. But she said she was comforted because the day before her daughter died, she actually had a dream and the Lord spoke to her and said, I'm going to take your daughter to me, so don't worry. Now, a few years later, her smallest daughter, two years old, actually months later, died. And so the, the evangelist came and they had her wrapped in a mat and he was just so in agony because here's this first believer on this, this island and her two daughters have died. And he would just laid his hands on the mat just weeping and sobbing, not really praying for her, but suddenly the little girl sat up and said, I got to pee. <laughs> and so the woman began to take the word of God throughout all of the village saying, this community saying, do you want to hear about the God who healed my daughter, who raised her from the dead? Well, soon she had 20 groups. From those 20 groups, over the next year, she ended up with 400 groups. Yeah, so this was the island of 100,000 people, people that were not Christians. And she, this little mother, over after losing the first daughter, she went and said, if you want to hear about how God mm -hmm. raised my second daughter, yep. here it is. And she would just play the audio proclaimer and she kept asking for you guys to send more, more audio more. proclaimers, more audio we proclaimers. We eventually sent 400. It's, yeah. This is what happens to me all the time. And that's why I love you, John. And I love your donors because I'm like, I get one. We send it to one. And then this gal started 20 groups and all 20 groups wanted. We, now, the fact was we sent these later and they just told me that whoever created this one was much smarter than the one that created the bigger one. Because for them in the rice fields and in their places, this one can be heard by about 300 to 100. It's still solar panel, but they thought that, so I told my engineer, Mike, who created both of them, I said, you've gotten smarter in your old age. But when I went there, we found out that half the island had come to faith in Christ. They had listening groups spread throughout. The churches were mostly just under the, the houses. All the houses were on stilts. And you're sitting listening with people. And I looked at the proclaimer and it was on top of a, a bag of food stuff. Uh, rices, bananas. And so I asked about it. And the people said, we were always selfish. You know, we were Buddhists, and so we believed in karma. So if somebody was suffering, that was their problem because they sinned in a past life, so we never helped. But Jesus taught us that we were supposed to give and help the poor and help the widows. And so every week we'll take a handful of rice each day out of what we're going to eat, and now we share it. I went to one of the biggest churches where they built an orphanage, and in the center was this huge bag of rice. And a widow lady stood up and she said, I'm a widow, and so according to karma in Buddhism, everybody rejected me. But this church accepted me, you loved me, I came to faith in Christ, I listened to the Word of God. She said, my three sons now are foreign workers, and they're sending me back money, and you help me. And there's this huge bag of rice, and she said, now it's my turn. And I just loved watching how the gospel brought peace and joy and generosity. Yeah. So this one little four foot eight woman has brought a whole island to Christ, illiterate, because somebody brought her a proclaimer. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, folks, we're going to talk about how you in America, we can get this to people that are willing to start a listening group either in a hospital, a retirement home, in your own house, community center, whatever. But today, I'm talking about three places. We talked about India, which now has passed China in population. And the fact is, they need to hear the gospel. And we need audio proclaimers. We talked about Peru. 
and going into the jungles of Peru or going up into the Andes Mountains, it's really tough sledding to do that. And yet we've got people that are asking for these proclaimers. And then in Cambodia, this little lady is not done and she's got other listening groups and she's going to get the whole 100,000 people on this island and she's illiterate and she's using the audio Bible that's in the language of the people. I'm saying, Morgan, how many audio Bibles, just for those three places we've talked about today, how many do we need? We need about 60,000 for India this year. The doors to India have exploded open, as you know. Yep. Persecution in India is on the rise. They're trying to shut down the gospel. But what's happening is wherever persecution comes, the gospel comes. We need about 50 to 60,000 there this year. And then in Peru, we need about 6,000 because both in the jungle areas, there's 35,000 communities in the Amazon area. And most of those communities have not yet received a proclaimer. And then you have all of the languages in the mountains. We recorded all the languages. Now we need the proclaimers. And then in Southeast Asia, we need about 25,000 for not only Cambodia, but throughout all of Southeast Asia. So let me just close by saying, Morgan, you got a final word for our people? You know, John, I was talking this last year to a couple of your donors. And one of them just, I'm impacted by the, the ladies in this story, but I was impacted by the lady donor. Because she says that twice a year, she's on Social Security, and she spends six months saving money so that she'll have the $500 to sponsor one proclaimer. So John, as you know, for every $500 that a donor gives, it covers the cost of your broadcast, your production, and it allows one proclaimer to go out and start a Faith Comes Bearing program. We have a donor, the doctor and his wife, who are in Asia right now, they've offered a match. And so they're saying anybody that will provide one proclaimer, they'll provide one. Then we have another anonymous donors that says if, if somebody will provide a proclaimer, they'll provide one as well. So any gift today of a proclaimer will actually yield three. And on average, 90 people will listen and be discipled coming to Christ through one proclaimer. So that means you're going to have 270 people, three proclaimers. That'll start usually four listening groups, so about 12 listening groups. That self-sacrifice, and I think of the donors that you have that are themselves sacrificing. They may not be riding or walking on a mountain trail, but it's the same sacrifice. They're the ones that are sending. How can people go unless they be sent? And so blessed are the feet that bring good news. So I just wanted yeah. to thank your donors who sacrificially do that. Yeah, well, those of you that watch the program and you've written us notes, you get it. You get what Jesus is saying. You get what is happening. And some of the sacrificial stories that you have given to us so you can give an audio Bible blows me away. And it blesses my heart that you're there. So. Thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned. I've got a personal word for you in just a moment. Stay tuned. John will be right back. Thanks for joining me. Today, folks, there's a great need to provide audio Bibles for the 1.4 billion people who live in India, the 33 million people who live in Peru, and the 17 million people who live in Cambodia. If you are willing to help to reach some of these people, Today we have two very generous donors who want to help us 
and have both promised to match every audio Bible that you give today. And here's how it works. If you will give a gift of $500 for just one audio proclaimer, a special donor will match your gift by adding one more audio proclaimer for a total of two audio proclaimers. Then another special donor will add one more audio proclaimer to your gift, so you'll actually be giving a total of three audio proclaimers. And if you'll give a gift of $1,000 for two audio proclaimers, your gift today will be matched by our two donors, and you'll really be giving six audio proclaimers. And then if you'll give a gift of $2,000 for four audio proclaimers, your gift will be matched by both of our donors, and you'll be giving, listen to this, 12 audio proclaimers. Now, if you wish to give more audio Bibles, whatever size gift you give, each audio Bible will be matched by our two special donors. Then, if you can only give a gift of $30 for one micro SD card, your gift will also be matched by both donors, and you can provide three micro SD cards for people who can insert them into any cell phone, even if they are not connected to the internet. And it will immediately let them hear the whole New Testament in their own language and allow them to watch the Jesus film. And if you give a gift of $60, your gift will be matched by both donors and you can provide six micro SD cards. And then third, if you want to provide one micro SD card and one Bible stick for a gift of $100, your gift will be matched by both donors and you'll provide three micro SD cards and three Bible sticks. Now, Bible sticks are personal digital players that are battery powered and come loaded with an audio Bible and earphones so that people can listen to the Bible privately. Both the micro SD cards and the Bible stick are very much in demand. So if you want to win people to Christ in these three nations and God is leading you to provide one, two, or three audio Bibles, a micro SD card, a Bible stick, or an audio bundle, would you please call us right now at 1-800-805-3030. That's 1-800-805-3030. And you may call that same number any day this week, 24 hours a day. Or you may also give your gift at our website at jashow.org. That's jashow.org. Then, if you live in Canada, would you please call us at 1-866-746-5803? That's 1-866-746-5803. Or you may give your gift at our Canadian website, at jashow.ca. That's jashow.ca. Then, because of many of you, our outreach into other countries is growing so fast. As a 100% viewer-funded ministry, your non-restricted gift supports the production of a number of ministry programs and purposes, including among them the broadcasting and expansion of the airing and production of The John Ankerberg Show in the United States and international markets. The John Ankerberg Show, thanks to you, now broadcasts to potentially 4.5 billion viewers in more than 200 countries and territories. Folks, God is opening doors and getting His Word out, and I'm sure He will appreciate your gift very much.